Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. I am very happy to be joined and welcome back to the show this week, uh, Ms. Juanita Clark, who is a tenant at the Oak Lane Court apartment complex owned by SBG Management, uh, which is owned by uh, Phil Pulley. Uh, And we heard from her last week on this show about the deplorable conditions she and others in the building have been living in, and they're um, beginning organizing work to try to fight back. Welcome back to the show, Ms. Juanita. Hi, how y'all doing? Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. So I really wanted to have you back because I was so uh, upset frankly, after we spoke last week. And many callers uh, who chimed in also were concerned at what they heard you share. Um, can you just remind listeners who may not have been tuning in last week, um, the some of the living conditions um, that you have been in in Oak Lane? And first, maybe just say a little bit about yourself and uh, how you ended up at this building. Okay, I was for being myself, for one, I was at a, a Lindley apartment. That partially collapsed, and he moved us over to, to his other apartments, which is Oak Lane apartment. When I first moved in, the apartment didn't have no heat or hot water. So I called Eleanor. <clears throat> Eleanor found them. So they had to put a new hot water tank in. But the heat, they still kept saying they needed apart. This was still 14 months ago. I'm still currently living without heat in my house. I'm living with heaters all over the bedrooms for the kids to warm up. My oven doesn't even work anymore. It blew out. From understanding from the last uh, organization we had that people were still living in their houses with the ovens running because of no heat. Uh, so other- let me just pause you there. Let me just pause you there so everybody's clear. So you said you were living at Lindley Towers, also owned by SBG Management or Phil Pulley. That is the building that uh, partially collapsed in 2022. Correct. And uh, the solution for those of you who had to immediately leave that building due to its damaged conditions and the un- the unsafe nature of the building, you were moved to Oak Lane Court where you are now. Correct. And people have been using their cooking stoves to heat their apartments because there has been no heat and there's been, there hasn't been heat at all? Not all right. one time? No, not one time. Now, they had, did the little uh, section and they say, Heat out. I understand the state allows you to have 68 degrees, but this is not giving up 68 degrees heat. It's only one vent that works, which is the living room, but you barely get heat out of that vent. It's blowing out cold air, for real, for real. So I have to plug up heaters to keep us warm at night. So you have space heaters in your different rooms? Yes, correct. So who's living in the apartment with you, if I might ask? Me and my three children. How old are your children? Seven, 10, and 15. Okay. And tell me about the other conditions that you're living in. I know that, uh, I believe last week you talked about the other problems in the building. What else is happening? Um, Like right now, I'm going through t- retaliation with the maintenance guy 
coordinator uh, threats and his, you know, saying what they're going to do to me. Um, I recorded it. What they're going to do to me, you know, and this and that. And then I had a piece of, uh, they sent me something through my Gmail stating that uh, no, no, uh, having talks in the hallways, no one can congregate in the hallways, no one can, uh, you know, loiter in the hallways, or they will be forced to call the police. And, and so, why did they, why did they send you that? Uh, because of we was organization, we was, you know, trying to stand up for ourselves. So you and the other tenants. Are have a tenants association that you started and you've been meeting in the hallways? Yes, correct. Okay, and so the landlord has now told you that you're not allowed to do that or else they will call the police? Correct, yeah. Okay. Um, and how are you and the other tenants that are standing up and coming together and having these meetings, how are you feeling uh, and and are are people afraid? Yes, they is afraid to talk because right now people that did talk right now we are about to receive eviction notices. Okay, wow. Yeah. So right now that's retaliation. That's what's going on to the landlord. And I know I'm next on that list. And I have two mm-hmm. children, and mm-hmm. it's not like finding the house is hard. It's easy. And it's like I'm stuck in a rock and a hard place right now. But I'm going to keep on fighting. I'm going to keep on because it's not right. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. So where will you, where would you go if you were to be evicted? I mean, it takes a a, a, a couple of months to, to evict somebody. Is that correct, correct. from your understanding? Yeah, correct. So they have to do the uh, go through the process. And if, if I get evicted, I wouldn't have nowhere to go. I don't have family like, like that, mm-hmm. you know, to let me and me and my children out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would have to go to a shelter. Mm. So why do you think that what, what is, what strikes me about this situation um I mean, first of all, my heart goes out to you for what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, but why, first of all, why is it that uh, people like Mr. Pulley can have a rental license when their buildings are in such bad shape? I mean, this is obviously a pattern. He had Lindley when before the building, before the partial collapse of Lindley, what were the conditions like there? I moved in when I first moved in Lindley I had to clean my own apartment out it was a band of the man who lived there was a hoarder so in order for me to move in because I was didn't have nowhere else to go for me and my children I had to clean the apartment out and I gave my money up first I had to clean the apartment out just for me to move in and then they I didn't move in to two months after I gave up some security deposit up because that's how long it took you to clean everything out? All right. Yeah. Me and my girlfriends, we went there and we, it was a festive. It was bugs. It was everything. Spiders, everything. It was like a, no door was on the, on the apartment door when we first moved in. So they had to find somebody else. If you took somebody else's door, they had just uh, put mine on. 
There was no door? No, when I first moved in, no door was on there. So, but they took but they took your money. But they took my money. And they took my money two months before I even moved in the apartment. I kept calling to see if it was ready. It was ready. He kept saying, give him another week. Give him another week. I kept calling to see if it was ready. He kept saying, give him another week. Then he told me it was ready. He called me back. That followed April, like April 19th. He called me back and told me it was ready. When I went to go move my stuff in, there wasn't no door on it. I go, well, how am I moving with no door? So he went to somebody else's apartment and took their door off of there and put it on mine. Wow. Pay they rent. That's what they was doing. They were taking the people. If you ain't pay your rent, they was taking your doors off. They didn't care if you have any kids in there or not. They were taking your doors off and cut your lecture off from the downstairs. He would have a wow. baby and cut the people lecture off. I didn't witness babies sitting in the hallway because it was dark in the house and crying because their mother, I got obviously didn't pay the rent. Hmm. And that's when they was giving out the PUA checks for the housing, and they collected that girl rent and end up putting her out and end up keeping the money. Because the maintenance, well, the the maintenance man was bragging about it. He was bragging about it. Yes. That's just cruel. Yeah. So, um getting away with this and it's been happening for years just like before I just learned that before I moved in Oakland building it wasn't fit for habitat they moved PHA moved just the city shut this building down and moved everybody out so when a girl came back for her mail she said you moved in here I go yeah she said well I just moved out 30 days ago they just shut the building down I didn't know that but once so when you wait, let me just pause you just to be clear. So when you were moved from Lindley Towers to Oak Lane, where you are now, mm-hmm. you were told that Oak Lane had been shut down. Correct. They had shut everybody down and everybody had to move out because it was in fit for inhabited. And everyone that was in the building had got a PHA. Now, some people stayed in the building when it was, wasn't was supposed to be shut down and Ms. Mr. Phil was still collecting their rent because like a, this lady over, to, over that live across the hall from me, she's 80 years old. She's, she's uh, like, I can have to mention, she didn't want to leave because she was used to what she was used to. So he mm-hmm. still, being though the building was still uh, down, there was still people living in here. So even though the building had been ruled by PHA to be uninhabitable, the city people were still living there. The city had ruled it for the people to be uninhabitable. And I don't know how he did it. He went and got his license back March the 23rd, March something, 2023. And I don't know how he got PHA in here because if the city turned it down, how did you get PHA in the building? If you didn't have, because you just renewed this license in March of 2023. Mm-hmm. And it's up on the 29th of this month. So you were moving into a situation where you were discovering that it the conditions were so bad that uh, yeah, he the, moved city had, the city had already shut it down, but then he was able to get his license renewed. 
Yeah, I think yeah, but he didn't. When I moved in, his license wasn't renewed. I moved in November eighth. The 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 Lily apartment shut down, shut down in September. The judge mm-hmm. ordered him to put us somewhere because we was living in hotels with our kids. Up mm-hmm. one, the judge ordered him if he didn't have us put in a place by November fourteenth, he would have to put ten thousand dollars in each of our accounts. So he didn't want to do that. So what he did was fix these units up fast, patch them up how he wanted to patch them up, and moved us in here before the before the 14th was up in November. So that's mm-hmm. how I got here, November 8th. But November 8th, his license wasn't, he didn't have no license or uh, land license. wasn't up to date. He renewed his license March 20th and May. Yeah, she said in May 2023, I moved in okay. 2022. So that means, like, it, it's still going on with, yeah, like the maintenance man, when I first moved in, he said to me, uh, I don't know how much they charge you, but I charge 1250 I didn't understand that, what he mean by he charged 1250 It's not your building, so how do you charge? I said, so... What are y'all doing? The same thing y'all doing with Lily with subleases? So he was charging you a lower price than what you were told you were? No, he was. See, he didn't know what SBG was charging me. SBG was charging. I was paying 700 in Lily. When they moved us over here, they since we didn't take the money, since we didn't take the security deposit to move, they charged, they went up on a rent, which was 1250 a month. Almost double. Yeah, they doubled the rent, which is twelve fifty a month. So when I moved, when I first got here, my security deposit from Lindy brought me here. So when I first got here, the, the maintenance coordinator told me, I don't know what they told you, what they charging you, but I charge twelve fifty. So that gave me, I said, what you mean? You charge twelve fifty? I don't already signed my lease, so why would you charge me twelve fifty if you the maintenance? So right. I just assumed that they was doing the same thing they was doing at Lily, uh, subleasing. That's what we got going on now because our money went from one hand to another. Now Phil Pauly is saying he never received nobody's rent money because that one man is missing now. Nobody can't find him. The, the guy who was heading, of, heading maintenance and, and trying to do this so-called subleasing. Correct. And that was at Lily. So now he has another one that's here now as a maintenance man and actually doing the same thing. So that's why I'm getting the feedback because once I put it in the media, that was going to bring him out. That was going to not open the door away mm-hmm. for something they was doing wrong. Now, Miss um, Clark, can you hold the line for a minute? Because we have to go to commercial break, but I have more time on the other side of the break. If you can spend another 10, 15 minutes with us because I have a couple more questions. Okay, please hold the line. Uh, You're listening to Juanita Clark, a tenant at Oak uh, Oak Lane Court Apartments uh, owned by SBG Management, uh, which is owned by somebody named Phil Pulley, uh, who is, uh, in my opinion, and from observation, a classic slumlord. Um, and we'll be right back on the other side of this break with more from Juanita Clark. You're listening to Solutions. We'll be right back. While young people beg 
beg for the attention of their president concerning our actions abroad. I would encourage them to speak out, organize for peaceful change, and vote in November. You're listening to Solutions with Amadi Braxton on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Welcome back to Solutions on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. This is Amadi Braxton. I'm black. I'm back with I'm black, and I'm back with Juanita Clark, a tenant at Oak Lane Court Apartments. Uh, welcome back, Juanita. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Um, so, Juanita, um, what have you? You know, when I talk to people about this story, I've been telling people uh, since you were on last week about this situation, mm-hmm. and. Some people say, well, how could people put up with this? You know, how could people tolerate living in these conditions? And I want to hear your answer to that question. I have my own answer, but I want to hear your answer to that question. Have people asked you that? Um, Yeah, because when you ain't got nothing else to go to, this is all, I mean, Mm -hmm. and this is something which you can afford. This is all you know. Like, it's like sometimes you got to live to make it these days and mm-hmm. I mean you don't want to but you have no other choice because where else you gonna go right yeah if you don't like you said earlier on before the break if you don't have family who will take you in or any other options you're kind of yeah. stuck yeah I'm kind of stuck so sometimes you when you when you went to these like these people like he said low income and I'm not even low income but he's you know, we we work every day to make our taxes mm-hmm. to take care of our kids, just to put a roof over their head. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm a single mother. It's just mm-hmm. me and the kids. So it's hard for me, you know, to get them to school, get them to their they programs, you know, and go to work at the same time and do th- different things. It's, I get overwhelmed. And then when you come home, you got this problem for them. And then I got the backlash with the maintenance people, you know, threatening, you know. There's a lot mm-hmm. going on, but what can you say? Sometimes you all you can think about at nighttime is when you look at your babies, they sleep in nice and peaceful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's all sometimes it matters in life for right now. Right, right. So, sometimes it's just a day at a time. Yeah. So um, what is the the... Is there anything that you're hopeful about? I know that, you know, when I was reading up more about this Phil Pulley and SBG management, um, this is obviously a pattern. He owns other buildings, clearly. I mean, he owns the, the he owned the Lindley building. He owns this building. Um, I believe he owns a uh, Cresham Valley apartments. Yep. Um, he seems to have all these different uh, business names uh, registered for each. When you go on the LNI website and you look at the different properties, each has a different business name. Um, but what is being done? I know that I know that there are lawsuits against him from the city, from community legal services, from the state attorney general's office. Um, are you hopeful that? Uh, positive change will happen. How are you feeling about uh, your organizing efforts and the possibility of these lawsuits bringing you justice? Well, right now, I feel though I'm speaking out for the people that don't can't speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. And 
that that makes me feel great because uh, sometimes I didn't know I had that voice. Hmm. And now I know that I have a voice to speak for not just me, but for everybody else. And for me, for Phil Pulley, I hope that everybody get justice because not just the being, the builder fell down, a man also died. Hmm. It's that building when it collapsed. In Lindley. Correct. Because mm-hmm. he was 70 years old. He said he lived in that building for 30 years. And when they the cops kicked the door down, the, you know, thinking because it was unsafe, and so they figured they had to kick the door down, the man had a heart attack. Mm. And I just seen that man that morning sitting on that steps. Mm. And I kept telling them, there's a man in that building. I don't see him out here. And they didn't know what I was talking about. But the man mm-hmm. ended up dying. So, and then he had no family. So who was, you know, he need to pay for that too. Because that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Somebody that the political, anybody could come out and help these people because they shouldn't have to live like this. We shouldn't have to live like this at all. Have, have you had any... Um any attention or interaction with the your city council person, for example, Cindy Bass, or any anybody else from the mayor's office or other city council members? No, and I have been trying to call that number, but no one answering. It goes to an answer machine. I reached out to Cindy Bass's office three times this week to see if she would come on the show to discuss this, and uh, she declined. To do wow. so. Wow. So I don't we, know why. Political, who else we gonna have? Who else we got? Who else gonna stand up for these people? Right. Well, and you're you are standing up for yourselves, and that is that is part of the first step. Mm-hmm. Now, have you all been, you know, one of the things I was thinking about was, you know, what if we got you know, lots and lots of people to call 311 to report this building. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and, and that's that's what we tried to do, but uh, you have the maintenance man also threatening them, so once he see the LNI come through the building, he don't want to let the LNI in. Some people LNI call before they come, and you know, once they come and they're not there, he's, he's, he don't let them let them in. So uh, not mm. just goes away. Mm. And then you mm. gotta redo the process all over again, like three one one, like we did yesterday. We called three one one because my neighbor she doesn't have no heat and uh, her ceiling is falling down in the bathroom. Her ceiling is falling down. Mm-hmm. Because of water. Uh huh. From the upstairs, so I guess from another apartment. Wow. And she let them know that and. He just told her to put a pot in the under in her put a pot in her oven so she don't smell from nasa. Put a pot in her oven so she doesn't smell carbon monoxide. Yeah, back in the day, our grandma, my grandma, put a pot. I never wonder why she put a pot on the stove, but they, you know, back in the day they used to do that. Put a pot on the stove and let the pot boil you, and I guess. That'll keep the carbon monoxide down. But no, you're still on the carbon monoxide. 
you're still breathing in it with the product. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, um, before I let you go, you have many thousands of listeners listening right now. Uh, what is your message to them and what what could you ask people to do to help support the tenants at your uh, apartment building, Oak Lane Court? Uh, my message is for the, ten- for the people out here, can y'all help support us uh, taking this organization a little farther with though these people that's in their homes would not be facing eviction because it's hard out here to find homes these days. And mm-hmm. I'm one of them, and I have children. And right now, me facing eviction is like, I guess that's, you know, feedback from the from what's going on right now. So I just want to let the, the people know out there, these people need help, and they're scared to talk because of the allegations, because of the abuse, the people that they're going through. So we need somebody out here, you know, just to stand up for Phil silly because I'm standing but I need more people to stand with me mm-hmm. you gotta be united it just can't be just me mm-hmm. how many of there are you in the in the tenants organization uh right now from the building I give and take about nine uh-huh and there's what 60 units in there 65 65 okay mm-hmm. all right well We'll be thinking about you, and I'm going to see um, what kind of call to action we can make on this station later on in the show. I want to thank you for coming on again, and uh, please reach out and keep us posted about what is taking place um, as things progress, and we'll see what, what kind of uh, support can can be drummed up here uh, okay. through our listeners who who are very politically engaged, our listeners. So I hope that they will take action. Thank, thank you very much. Ms. Juanita, keep standing strong and know that you have people behind you. Oh, thank you. All right. Have a good night. You too. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 